Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Betsy, good morning. I know this fits right in with talking about what's happening here in Philadelphia. And we're making national news and even, even international news, Betsy, for unfortunate reasons here in Philadelphia. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I was talking about you guys a couple hours ago on Newsmax, um, unfortunately, right? Uh, yeah. Philly is on everyone's mind, and and uh, it's, uh, oh, you just have craziness happening. I know. And it's, so let, let's go through it. And I want to begin, if we can, Betsy, and I know that you want to talk about overall trends and how Philadelphia in particular fits into this. Or maybe there are other places that are doing the right thing. Because at the, there's a critical point that's happening in places like Philadelphia, blue cities that are being called out. We have a mayoral election upcoming. And I know that Sherelle Parker, who's the Democrat running here in Philadelphia, and I know her. She actually represented the district that I live in in Chestnut Hill for a lot of years. So she is, you know, ultimately they're saying that, we have a competition. We don't because David O, the Republican, we're we're outnumbered in Philadelphia, seven to one with registered Democrats. But Sherelle Parker won this handily and she won. She beat out against media darlings who are far left progressives. Sherelle Parker is your old school Democrat. And that's how she's known. And so I think that even though people wanted to make it about ethnicity, she's a black woman I don't think it was necessarily about ethnicity because there were other African-Americans and other people of ethnicity. I really think that in Philadelphia, the neighborhoods have had it with the lawlessness that we're seeing. At least that's my my positive energy, half glass full hope for Sherelle Parker. (laughs) But, uh, you know, but because I know she's speaking out this morning against the looting. So take me through what you're seeing here and how it fits into national trends. Well, you know, the, your acting police commissioner, uh, I thought, did a great job of immediately calling out the looters, you know, while saying, hey, the peace, there were peaceful protests and people get to do that. That's fine. You know, every cop in the country took an oath to the Constitution to, to say that when people are angry with government or angry with something it happens, they get to protest, but then the you know of course the protests ended, and uh, and the commissioner said it great. These were opportunistic criminals, and I think people are sick of it now. This you know this looting fits into the overall trend in the country 
of extraordinary retail theft. And, uh, and you know, so retailers are pulling out of uh, various neighborhoods, various blue cities, mm-hmm. and, uh, and unfortunately, uh, in my uh, native Chicago, our uh, Marxist uh, mayor is, he's talking about, well, if people are going to, if these retailers like Walmart are going to pull out of Chicago, we'll have city-owned and city-run <laughs> grocery stores Good in these neighborhoods. That. That's, that should frighten yeah. every single Chicagoan and every single uh, American, quite frankly. You, don't, you do not want government-run retail. Um, because that's yeah, what they overall, want. Well, it is. And, and it's the thing, <laughs> you know, here, and again, you guys are seeing this in Philadelphia. It, you know, if, if, if quote unquote, they can create so much chaos that the government swoops in and says, well, don't worry, we'll protect you. We'll make your, you safe, but you're going to have to do this and you're going to have to only work here and you can only shop here and you can only live here. This is spiraling down to 15 minute cities, government run retail and uh, frightening restrictions on your freedoms. And, uh, you know, I, I'll tell you, I'm hopeful that, uh, you know, Philly, the people in Philly might be over it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I absolutely think the people in Philadelphia have had it. And I think it is, it is. I am thankful as a Phil, as a longtime resident here in Philadelphia. I'm thankful that it coincides with the mayoral election, and I think that it's to the advantage of the mayoral candidates who face off this November to see all of this and to see what the communities are fed up with. No matter who emerges, and it looks like it'll be Sherelle Parker, the Democrat, and not David O. The Republican just I'm just basing this on, you know, the past and the voter registration. But I I do believe we're at this turning point. However, at the same time, we do have to acknowledge what's what kicked off. I'm not saying that these protesters actually stand for Eddie Irizarry, whose family held a, a march. The family is now suing the actual Philadelphia officers who did that traffic stop that tra- tragically ended in a shooting and what kicked all of this off what spurred it was that in fact it was a court case in which the defense attorney pretty famous here in philadelphia in the nation brian mcmonagle laid out the case and said your honor uh the prosecution under da larry krasner they have not and this was a preliminary hearing by the way they have not justified these charges against this officer one of them being a first degree Mm -hmm. murder charge and the judge agreed it was it was really what's what's misunderstood unfortunately betsy a lot of people get their news from twitter and they don't they think this was some kind of a trial this was a judge saying that basically to a, ro- a rookie prosecution team you guys didn't do your job you you've got char- serious criminal charges here and you didn't justify the charges that's really what the judge did here and then the da reinstated it and will probably oversee those charges, which some of which we know will be thrown out. But that's in truth, this was a preliminary situation. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. people took it as, oh, this is a trial uh, outcome. It's not. But ultimately, give me your take on this kind of persecution and prosecution where these progressive George Soros backed DAs like Krasner across the country are throwing the books at cops. And at the very same time, 
there are individuals, and this is working through the courts right now, individuals who at close range murdered with intent, you know, one of the victims stabbed in the back, another one shot multiple times in the face, the same district attorney charges those individuals with third-degree murder. Well, and this is the problem, and we have been seeing this, of course, since uh, 2020. We saw this in Atlanta in the shooting of Rayshard Brooks. You know, the the activists said nothing less than first-degree murder will do. Okay, so we'll charge him with first-degree murder, and what happened? Nothing, because first-degree murder did not occur, and, in fact, those officers were uh, exonerated. Same thing we're seeing in Austin, Texas right now, in Travis County. That DA, instead of addressing what is happening in Austin, Texas, a high violent crime and homicide rate, he's going back to the 2020 riots and he's finding these rookie cops who maybe got a little heavy handed because they had no training and no preparation for these riots and he's charging them with crimes. So now we see Krasner is, you know, going to reinstate these charges. And uh, the, the problem is in Philadelphia, the, the police department, you know, you've got a leadership issue there, you know, your commissioner left and you've got an acting commissioner and you can't get enough cops to stay or to come and be new cops. And we're seeing that all over this nation. Philadelphia is one of the thousands of police departments who cannot staff their ships. And, uh, and, and you know, it, I've really got to wonder, are we going to continue to pander to the activists? And, again, the shooting of this young man is terribly tragic. Yes. But to prevent that shooting, all he had to do is comply with lawful orders. And we cannot expect police officers to be mistake free. You know, Don, as you know, you know, about 250,000 or more people uh, die each year of medical mistakes. Are we putting uh, doctors and nurses in prison yeah. for mistakes? This officer thought he saw a gun. Um, it was a knife, but why, why when police walk up to this young man who was driving erratically, acting crazy, why is he, why is he palming a knife and lifting it up? We have a, we have a public safety, or I'm sorry, a public service announcement that we filmed for the National Police Association. Comply now, complain later. That's how you stay alive. Comply with lawful orders, and then if you don't like what the cop did, go complain. There's a policy. There's a procedure for that. And instead, a young man is dead and a young cop is going to pay the price. Yeah. And it it's um, the one thing I noticed, Betsy, was that the media I had to look. I had to actually look up the officer's age. So the media keeps reporting on 27 year old Eddie Irizarry. And by all accounts, I mean, this is, I you know, his grieving family. It's it's tragic. But the officer, Mark Dial, Whose the charges were dropped and now reinstated by the DA, the same age, and, and exactly right. And so why didn't so the media sometimes is a big well not just sometimes is a is a part of the problem. Nobody says let's look at two twenty seven year old young men, and let's they mm-hmm. never say that and they never look at it through equal eyes, and that to me is significant as well. Now we have this officer who now he's he's not in jail because they they when they did the first degree murder charges 
Krasner knows that that's going to automatically mean that he can't make bail. So they were surprised mm-hmm. that he made bail, took him back to court, and then because it's in the Constitution in, in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, right, that you, if you're charged with first-degree murder, you cannot, by, by state law, you cannot make bail. So then they revoke the bail. Mm-hmm. So now you have this, young, this cop in behind bars, right? So now they go to a judge, and he gets a better lawyer, McMonagall, who makes the argument in court, plays video evidence as well as audio evidence in court. And it's compelling. Even reporters in the courtroom, you know, you can see how he thought that the other partners, that somebody said he's got a gun, even though he says he did. You know, there's it's mitigating enough and the confusion and so on. And combined with what you're talking about, which is that our cops are getting younger and younger and have less time to be. I'm not saying trained because there is and there is an arduous training process. But what I'm saying is back in the day. When you had a fully staffed police force, you had time for those rookie cops, those younger cops with less than six years experience, as you well know, because you've served on departments, Betsy, you had time, right, to be a mentor to that that younger cop still in their early to mid 20s and and bring them along as like a Padawan, as I say, Star Wars reference uh, as a Padawan, as a rookie. But now we don't have that opportunity. So you have younger cops in a dangerous time in the city where police know they're hated in certain neighborhoods and they're scared. And that's a factor. Yeah. Yeah. And that's absolutely true. And, and you, you know, again, when you look at the video, you look how, you know, this young cop reacted, you know, you can absolutely understand why he did what he did. People don't uh, really look at cops as people. And that's one of the, Problems, You know, when I, when I look at young officer dial, you know, my youngest turned 29 yesterday. And I think, <laughs> oh, my gosh, this kid's a baby. Right. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and I think he did, you know, the best job that he could. But in this era of shorthanded police departments, lack of funding for exactly what you said, for good training. And then what are the older cops trying to do instead of mentoring mm-hmm. these young cops? A lot of them are just trying to put their head down and get to their 20 yep. years and get the hell out. And, you know, I hope that that the citizens of Philadelphia are seeing this and saying, you know what, we, we want our we want our fully staffed police department back because we're tired of the crime. Yep. Um, we're tired of this disruption. And uh, and I do think everybody looked at the looting and just said, oh, hell no. And, uh, and that's appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially because now I still don't know the fate of because our liquor stores in this state are run under the so-called state stores under the state government. Mm-hmm. And so there are, what, I think, 48 of them in the city of Philadelphia, a total of 49 in the region were shut down yesterday. <laughs> and yeah. by the way, when when former Governor Tom Wolf, who was a Democrat, when he shut down the state stores during the pandemic, People had a hissy fit, and they reopened them as <laughs> as a vital a vital source. So I remember that. Remember this. So you can only yeah. imagine oh, yeah. now the looters probably struck the wrong nerve and struck the wrong store because a lot. Of, <laughs> so maybe this will work out to the betterment of all of us. I you made me think of something, and I just quickly want your reaction. I could, and I really appreciate you. I know that you're on. My goodness, on you just mentioned Newsmax. You're all over the networks as a real authority of this issue and a voice of reason. 
and representing law enforcement. So we just, we have to say, we appreciate you. And so many from my audience are like, bring Betsy back. We love her. (laughs) Um, So, but I want to ask you just your take. I mean, in New York City is a good example of what you were just talking about. You had, uh, they're saying because they're dealing with the migrant crisis and even the mayor there now, I'm hearing because they've said, because they've got a Democrat governor who says, no, 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 you can't bust the migrants to other points in New York State, right? So they're saying mm-hmm. you got to keep those 100,000 plus um, illegal folks. You got to deal with it. So now he's taking homeless individuals and bussing them with work cards to other points north in the state. <laughs> and then they say, well, we can't deal with this. We have to make budget cuts. So we're going to cut 5%. We're going to cut city workers, including law enforcement. So you had 10,000 cops say, eh, we're out. We're retiring. Why? Because they're not going to get overtime. And when you, if you, if, if you wait and you have a 5% cut in your salary, that's what you retire at. So they're trying to get yeah. ahead of that before they can vote on it. Just your reaction to the overall chaos and mess that the Democrats are creating in cities like New York and, and how police and police forces are having to deal with it. Well, let me tell you, I, so I'm at a big officer survival conference in Las Vegas. I'm teaching later today. And I was talking to a couple of Chicago cops yesterday, and they were telling me about, and, we, and the media's kind of forgotten about it, but the migrants in Chicago are still living at all the police district stations. And the, the Chicago cops are telling me, oh, they're just, they're having sex in our lobbies. They just treat this like their hotel. And uh, they're literally in our lobbies having sex. The germs... The disease, the lack of sanitation and hygiene, they said is absolutely extraordinary. And I know that's what the NYPD is seeing as well. Now, I flew to Vegas from Tucson, Arizona, where I live. And who was in line with me for my flight? Very large North African men um, and lots of, uh, you know, Central American migrant families all with their EBD cards, their brand-new iPhones, and their manila envelope with their paperwork to go anywhere they want. This is chaos uh, created by our federal government. It's truly an invasion, and unfortunately, law enforcement's paying paying a lot of the price. Yeah, and we the taxpayer. So thank you for letting us know exactly uh, about that. I can tell you how it's being spent. (laughs) Well, we, we appreciate you. Until next time, I know you have a busy schedule today, as you're saying. You're you're speaking before many in law enforcement. I will just say, you know, I looked up the union, the unions across the nation. Uh, more than a third of a million members just within, you know, you look at the, the law enforcement unions, and, and that's just one main union. So this is representing a large group of individuals like yourself that are looking at this and it will be interesting to see if, if law enforcement will vote this way based on what they're experiencing. You know, we keep talking in the headlines about the UAW, Betsy. But I think about mm-hmm. law enforcement and what you're saying in a very personal way, what law enforcement at every level is coping with. It's it's too much. Here's the thing. Cops used to be reliable Democrats yeah. because... The unions were supported, and we have – our unions are different than, like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and really any other union. We can't go on strike. There's a lot of things we cannot do. But cops were reliable Democrats until the last 10 years, really since 2014. But there are still cops who vote Democrat. Mm-hmm. 
um, because of the unions. Yes. And uh, but the unions are increasingly going uh, to the right. Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's a trend that we want to continue to follow. Betsy Branter Smith of the National Police Association. Betsy, thank you so much. Until next time. Thanks for spending time with me. Appreciate <laughs> your show. Thank you so much. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.